let's listen to really smart people, <laughs> take what they have to offer, and use it as our own. Kind of how we got through school. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a senior in high school and then um, going into college, I got obsessed with working out. Getting jacked. Looking beautiful. Mm. Ran a lot on the side of the road with no shirt on. Flexing, holding your breath the whole time. <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but I got really obsessed with supplements. Okay. Um, I bought this uh, book. It was like $30 in the day. It was the essential review of supplements. It was like the fifth edition, sixth edition. And I would read that thing. Yeah every day and i would read the stuff over and over and have no idea i mean i can't read a book more than once to save my life and that thing i would just you just got into i would it. just carry it with me i'd be at parties reading that book <laughs> <laughs> that way you were so popular <laughs> yeah i think now looking back how much money did i just pee down the toilet in supplements right have you ever wondered that Oh, I feel yeah. like you take a lot of supplements. Um, there was a, I mean, uh, I've always told myself I was never somebody who took a lot of supplements, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, for sure, like you just get, you, like you go through phases. Same. I, I feel like every, I want to stereotype and say guy, but probably girls too, where you're just kind of like, you go through these phases of you get into it, you get a little more into it, you get a little more into it, and you just kind of start, oh, let me, you know, supplements are the promised land and you just start taking more and more stuff. And then, yeah, you do get to this point where you're like, all right, what, what the heck am I even, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Is this doing anything? I don't, I see lots of scoops and shakers coming out of your office when you're going to work out. (laughs) I I got my staples now. I got it dialed in. You know, who's worse than both of us? Who? Zachy over there. Oh yeah. No way. (laughs) Zach has, remember we were at our old office. He had like an entire, like a, supplement like display that you would see like at the mall yeah or gnc on his desk zach you got a lot not anymore okay there was a time though like you like i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, there was a time i I went through my ebbs and flows of supplements but yes no longer and i think it's fair to say that when you're coming up in in the gym world and trying to just look jacked what supplement is kind of like 101 whey protein not well yeah and even and even like what about when you're working out like a pre-workout or creatine intro workout intro workout mm-hmm. are you trying to get me to say what we're talking yes, about today that's what i'm trying I'm trying oh, to lead you into oh, the topic right. of you know the topic the topic yeah. oh yeah so yeah. uh how about bcaa's Ooh, bcaa <laughs> which stands for branch chain amino acids biggie so yeah for the longest time i think a lot of people were you know it's like it was just a staple that if you're in the gym lifting working out you're they're sipping you'll see them with their shaker bottles what they're sipping are branch chain amino acid juice you know what i mean like powder that they mix with water and i think it's still if you go to any supplement health food store it's it's a whole aisle into unto itself yeah it's got to be still i would bet top four or five items Mm -hmm. bought on a daily basis yep right and we want to do this podcast because i feel like there is a growing uh growing amount of of evidence and just more and more people saying uh turns out you probably really don't need to take that are you sure Uh, i i do think that i think it is something that people who are evidence-based you know, or people who try to like, like we are, like we try to base our opinions off of as much research as we can. We're not just pulling stuff out. Of, you know, we're not trying to be too bro science and just, oh, here's what I saw Lenny do at the gym. Must work for everybody. Lenny does look good. Lenny does look good. <laughs> <laughs> we try to say, look, we have these opinions based on blah, blah, blah. Well, since you just told everybody not to take it, you guys can quit listening That's now it. and That's just it. be on your way. This was the best podcast we've done. <laughs> right. Maybe we should just start putting out these <laughs> two-minute podcasts. <laughs> I'll bring you back. Do you mean 
take or buy? Buy and then take. Okay. Do you buy stuff and not take it? Like um, my vitamin D supplement I drink? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever done that. I don't know that I've ever bought something and then just never taken it. Have you done that? No, that's not what okay. I was getting at. Okay. I'm saying like we're going to take BCAs one way or the other. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, right. Yep. So branch chain amino acids, it, it's something that that's the topic of today's podcast. Should we take it? Should we not? Um, so we'll kick it off. Can we Pro- talk about like just what amino acids are yeah. real quick? So people don't even understand what the hell they're right. doing. So basically protein is made up of amino acids, mm-hmm. right? So mi- amino acids are the building blocks of protein. And there's basically like two general camps of amino acids. There's what's called essential amino acids. And then there are non-essential amino acids. And the essential amino acids are basically ones that you uh, can't get, like ones you have to take in from your diet. Your body cannot make them. Your body cannot make them. Right. Yep. Whereas non-essential ones are ones that your body can make on its own. Yes. So that's pretty much simplified podcast. Our entire DNA genetic code is amino acids. Yes. Right. Right. So they're just building blocks. Right. And I, stuff. Rep. And you take it in kind of via protein. Yes. That's how you get these amino acids in. And protein's kind of one of those where it's like your body that they're needed because your body doesn't really store protein super well. Not as well as like carbs and fat. You know, it's like if in, in an emergency, can your body break down muscle and use the amino acids? Yes, but that's not a real great strategy to have. Yes. So that's why like protein intake in your diet is like important. You know, it's important to make sure you're getting in enough protein because you don't have to start breaking stuff down to get amino acids. And I think that was the whole theory with a lot of this for bodybuilding and performance was I'm going to take glutamine Mm -hmm. because I don't want my body to break down muscle to use glutamine to make our immune cells. Yeah. Right. So a lot of our immune system is made up of glutamine or it's a building block for our immune cells. Yeah. I think BCAs were kind of the similar thought process too. Like, oh, I just need to get more of these so my body doesn't break it down. Right. So my body's not breaking down muscle. I think it, yeah, I don't know if this is true, but I think it's true where it's like it kind of originally started as, hey, I'm trying to get ripped and jacked and look good in a bathing suit. So I'm lifting weights, but I'm also trying to eat less in order to shred body fat. And so I want to make sure as I'm shredding, I'm not breaking down muscle. So I'm going to start taking these things called branch chain amino acids, you know, while I'm in a caloric deficit so that I can hopefully not burn off any protein. I, I feel like that's probably the originally kind of how it started. No, that's in right. the weight. When I would yeah. go low carb, you know, a month out of spring break. Yeah. Lake season now. <laughs> I would I would go BCAAs right prior to working out or maybe intra workout because I was mm-hmm. like I don't have that much muscle to lose and I look like I'm dying right 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 I want to get nice and toned up but I don't want to be burning muscle so yeah that's kind of the how it all came to be do you know the problem now when I do that like low carb sometimes still for months on end yeah I don't look any different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It worked until it didn't work. Yeah, I used to get real cocky, like I'll start March first to go on spring break, yeah. April first. Now it's like no, I could start like the March before. <laughs> like, I look, I look exactly the same. I've been miserable for six months and I've lost no pounds. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're in a caloric deficit, or you're just trying not to eat carbs? It was carbs. I didn't have to do anything when I was younger. It was just like I'll eat no carbs for three weeks and yeah. I'll lose. 10, 12 pounds, okay. and yeah. I'll be just humming. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hasselhoff, Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> Slow motion on the beach. Are you cheating the system here, or is this uh, age that's at play? 
I think it's age. I think it's a lot of things that aren't going well in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so many things. <laughs> I feel, sometimes I feel bad. I feel like every podcast, like Jason's like the whipping boy of like, yeah. you're, it's just health is terrible. Like pick, pick on him. Yeah. <laughs> he picks can't on himself. Can't lose weight. Testosterone's terrible. Uh, I need no to hair. Shirt yeah. off. No hair. Yeah. <laughs> terrible <laughs> that sounded like that bill burr skit yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah branch chain amino acids there's three of them so if you go to the you know to your local health food store and you're looking at branch chain amino acid powder you grab it you turn it around there's going to be three uh, amino acids that are known as branch chain amino acids they are called uh leucine isoleucine and valine or valine. I don't know. Valine. Valine. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been shown that leucine, that first one I mentioned is kind of uh, of the three, that one's the most important for like, uh, it's kind of the signal that initiates muscle protein synthesis. Correct. So building new muscle, um, leucine seems to be the key branch chain amino acid that does that. Yeah. So there's this, there's these complexes in our, in our muscle cells. Um, and they either are on or they're off, mm -hmm. right? When they're off, the body is not producing more muscle. Mm -hmm. When they're on, they're producing more muscle. And it seems to be leucine is kind of the the key that starts that right complex. If you don't have enough of that, it's not going to kind of signal it. Correct. <laughs> and you also need other things. Exactly. And that's kind of what, what a point, like when I was reading through and, and, and trying to think how I wanted to describe this. I think you kind of just said it where it's like that is necessary to kind of flip the switch and make sure you're in this muscle building kind of, you know, anabolic phase. However, you need other stuff to actually build muscle, right? Like muscle is not just made up of straight leucine, right? You need other amino acids to actually build muscle. So you need the signal to turn it on. And then you also need all the other raw ingredients to build. Perfect. You know, I mean, yeah, hormones as well, right? right, right. Influencing all this. Exactly. So you need to consume enough amino acid building blocks to actually make these new proteins and muscle. Yeah. So, um, and, I, and I think if we go back, there was a lot of data in the 90s, early 2000s on, uh, they found out branched-chain amino acids, when, they, when you ingest them, so you drink them mm -hmm. or eat them, they don't, like when we absorb things in our in intestines, it goes back to the liver to be processed and then sent out to our circulation. Yep. Branch chain amino acids are those rare nutrients that don't have to go to the liver. So they thought, oh, as if I drink this within 30 minutes, it's in my muscle right, cells my and muscle, my yeah. body can start using that as a fuel source, energy, blah, blah, blah. So there was a lot of hypothesis after they found this out that this is going to do a lot of these other things. I think that's what we got to get into those things. What, what, what are they doing? Like, why are people taking this muscle building or endurance or whatever fuel source? You know what I mean? That's what I thought you were going with. No, I wasn't going to go there. Where were you going? <laughs> I was just going to go to how, how, how do you maximize muscle growth, which is the whole point of why you're taking BCAs. Yeah, okay. Which, which is really But I think they simple. also took it for endurance. No, I think you're right. Like if you Google and, and do a research review on BCAs, I think you're going to find studies like that, right? I, I told you how many times I read the supplement review. Yeah, the so fifth, there's a lot, right? Fifth edition. <laughs> You got the up-to-date up, up edition? Up-to-date 99. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's kind of like what, what I was just saying before is like BCAs alone, they don't necessarily build muscle. You know what I mean? So it's like you need more, more than just that. 
And so when they start looking at other sources of protein that also have BCAs in it, it turns out getting a more complete protein source, for example, whey protein is the one I'm going to use. Um, it just has a much more complete amino acid profile with plenty of BCAs. And it turns out if you just get adequate protein intake, then you don't need to like add branch chain amino acids to it. Ooh. That's really the spoiler alert for anybody who wants to, yeah, can't, you know, drive off the road now. That's the takeaway for me. <laughs> so we're done. So whey protein. If you look at whey protein, very common, you know, uh, if you're working out, I think most people are familiar with whey protein. Um, what I found is whey protein's 25% branch chain amino acids. Ooh. And I think that's that holds for, I looked at my protein powder at home and I looked at it and it's for one scoop of my whey protein powder, it's 25 grams of total protein and there's six grams of um, branched chain amino acids in it, which that's I good. think is, yeah, right, right there. So the whole idea is like when you take in whey protein, you're getting not just the branched chain amino acids, but you're getting all of the rest of the essential amino acids with it that are necessary to build muscle. I would agree. Yeah. So that's why it's like, as long as you're getting that in, as long as you're getting sufficient protein intake in, you, you know, my, my takeaway is you don't need to be taking branch chain amino acids. Seems like whey protein and just other good protein sources do the trick. So we talked about that muscle building uh, podcast, weight yes. gain for athletes, yep. right? Bulking season, I think is what its title is. <clears throat> yeah. So the gist of that was if all everything's equal, Protein intake is a limiting factor of gaining good weight, muscle weight, right? Yep. So we kind of gave that formula of how to get to that, which was take your weight in pounds, divide it by 2.204. Yep. Take that number, which is your kilogram body weight, and then multiply that by 1.6. Yeah. Right? And that right. gives you your protein needs roughly. Roughly. Yep. And so if you're getting that on a daily basis or five to, out of the seven days a week, you're getting enough BCAAs to not have to supplement with BCAAs. Right. And I think we talked about this prior to the starting this is the average person going into a health food store or a supplement store to buy supplements, especially BCAAs, are likely also taking right. whey protein, casein protein, whatever protein powder they're taking, and they're getting plenty of that on top of I'm eating beef, chicken, salmon, tuna yep. on a daily eggs on a daily basis. Yeah. Because I feel like would now be a good time to talk about, um, we had mentioned the key amino acid, branch chain amino acid building block to turn on muscle, muscle protein synthesis is leucine. And if you ever look at some of these branch chain amino acid powders, you'll notice there's more leucine in it than the other two. Um, what are good sources of leucine in your diet? Yeah, so it's mostly animal protein. Okay. So number one, I think whey protein is up there. I think whey like, protein, which is not a food, right? Right. But if you take a supplement whey protein powder, yep, um, its content is, I think, the highest. You're right. Yeah. Okay. But now, go ahead. If we look at whole food sources that we want to eat, uh, beef is the highest at six point eight grams uh, for a serving of beef. Chicken is at five point eight. Salmon five point six. Tuna five point five. Eggs are around five. So it really comes down to animal source protein. Um, vegans have a hard time getting this. It, I, I saw a study that showed that vegans on average that are getting enough protein a day are missing. They have about 50% less um, leucine. leucine compared to a non-vegan. Right. 
Um, and the only protein I really found that had a, a decent source of leucine uh, from a vegetarian standpoint was pea. Okay, pea protein. Pea isolate. protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, soy does have some. I think there's some whole foods like quinoa, buckwheat. I think, but I mean, can you imagine eating enough buckwheat and quinoa? <laughs> Something about just hearing buckwheat. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. Yummy buckwheat. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's, it's, I mean, it's coming from, from muscle and meat is all muscle, right? And yep. so that's what we're getting it from. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So good sources of branch chain amino acids there. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of a, I think we talked before we hit record on this one. I don't know necessarily how long this podcast will be probably pretty quick and dirty, but it's just kind of like if you're getting adequate good source. What dirty shit are we talking about in this thing? <laughs> Quick and dirty. You've never heard that? It's talking about uh, taking in pee. <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting good protein in your diet, you should be getting b- plenty of branched chain amino acids and you don't need to supplement with it. I mean, if you just did this. So instead of going and buying that $40 jug of BCAAs. Yeah. If you didn't have enough protein in a day and you wanted to get some into your stomach before you worked out, if you put a, a Greek yogurt cup and maybe a scoop or two of cottage cheese and just mix it together, you're going to get seven grams of BCAs of leucine right there. There you go. I mean, Plenty. you're just killing it then. Killing it. I mean, if you just did one thing, one little Greek yogurt cup has 3.4 grams, and that's as much as leucine as it has in a, um, in a, po- in a powder. powder. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Look at that. Just eat the food. Would you just look at it? <laughs> I'm looking at a study here that I printed out uh, to, to talk about this one. It, and the title of it is, The data do not seem to support a benefit to BCAA supplementation during periods of caloric restriction. Ooh. It's a doozy. Um, where I think it just, I think the title pretty much says it all. Of like, I think when people were getting adequate protein intake, like they're, they're you know, taking branch chain amino acids just it didn't show any extra benefit. You know, there's no need to do it. Yeah, I found a few studies. I wanted to go over the, uh, there, we see a lot of endurance athletes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was this hypothesis because of that easy fuel source, because it mm-hmm. gets absorbed right away, right? Yeah, yep. And they, they've done numerous studies on cycling, swimming, uh, running. Um, and basically, they found no significant difference in people that take BCAs pre or intra- um, race versus not. Oh, okay. Like there was a good one. Um, they, they thought that there was one study that showed that they might reduce muscle damage from cycling, but then it's been kind of debunked and it was a very small study size. Okay. Um, there was a, like a rate of perceived exertion during recovery phase that it might help with that. But then there's also been studies showing that it doesn't. Um, they did, they gave 20 grams of BCAAs during a race. It was a hundred kilometer ultra marathon. Oh, okay. So Jeez, I was gonna say that's some a- of the participants got the BCA, some of them didn't. Okay. And there was no difference in time or rate of like their pace for those athletes. Okay. And it actually looked at muscle damage, um, after, and there was no difference. Okay. You think this could be a, a marketing thing? Um, by the supplement companies of like, oh, they need to take BCAs in the middle of their workout. The only way they're going to be able to get that in is through a powder or something. Does that yeah. make sense? But we, we also know like your body is going to have circulating proteins in it if you've been eating protein all day long. So you're, when you, let's say this, your body takes in um, 30 grams of protein. That 30 grams, let's say it takes an hour, an hour and a half to absorb into your small intestines. And then about 10 grams at a time are being broken down and absorbed. And then your body takes another 10 grams. And so your body always has these circulating proteins in its bloodstream um, to 
to u- utilize. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. yeah. As long as you're eating protein, right? Right. So I don't, and I don't think, I, and I don't think there's a instant on off switch of mTOR. Like I think if you've had protein all day long, mTOR is kind of working and utilized. Mm-hmm. I think if you're fasting, that might be an mTOR issue, but I don't think it doesn't look like taking BCAAs is going to change that necessarily. Right. I would agree with that. So I would say for an athlete that's looking to put on muscle and be in shape, save your money, go buy high quality food or buy another form of whey protein supplement that's already ready to drink. And you can do that potentially versus go spend 40, $50 on BCAAs. That is probably going to go right back into the toilet, into the old toity. Yeah. Did you already mention, I think you did. Um, like we were recording when you had said pea protein yeah. has a decent amount of leucine. So if you are going to buy a plant, ba- plant based one, go with pea. Yes. Okay. But, but, but in the studies they've shown is even with pea protein, it looks like there's still a significant reduction, like up to 50%. Oh, okay. Because even with pea people that are, I think most, um, vegans, vegetarians likely their priority isn't getting, um, 1.6 grams of protein per pound of right. body, right? They, right? they might go to that 0.8, maybe 1.0. Now there's probably some outliers that are fitness competitors that are doing it. Right. Maybe they are, but I think when you do these studies and they're just picking random people, yeah, they're not. I would agree. So exactly. nice. Look like you're about to ask a question. Is that not true? Oh no. I was just going to kind of point out that, that the BCAs are going to be in your protein regardless, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're so, taking whey or casein protein, BCAs are in it. Yes. And, and whey, whey gets absorbed ra- rapidly as well. Casein takes several hours to completely absorb and break down. Right. Just because it's not marketed on the uh, the bottle or whatever, it's still in there. It's in there. Right. Yeah. And whey protein. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've seen over and over is whey has the best amino acid profile because it has the highest BCAA content. If you're getting two, uh, we looked at the, the recommended daily allowance, which isn't for an athlete. It's for just somebody just living. But I would say if we took, if somebody got two protein shakes in a day, they're by far getting enough um, BCAAs in their diet to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, I feel like quick podcast today, but I feel like it was an important one to just kind of clarify, I think, some of this stuff. Because I think sometimes, you know, I don't know, it's just there's so many products out there, it's just tough to have clarity on them. And I think hopefully we did that. Yeah, I think what I would do is next time you walk in GNC, just be like, don't you dare to sell me BCAAs. Yeah, shake your finger in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Liar. Um, and this is the first time we've had a supplement or a vitamin on here that we didn't think was important. Oh, that's true. See, yeah. It's, maybe it's good it's, to do it's, that. We're getting better. Open-minded. Right. Really, We want our audience to trust us that we're not just hype people for every supplement out there. Yes. Right. All right. Well, I think we're going. We're good. in the right direction. Awesome. Zach, you have anything else? Nope. All right. Thank you, guys. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. No doctor-patient relationship is established by listening to this podcast. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.